Quick reminder before we start the show, you can always go and buy your hockey gear, jerseys included, all sorts of stuff. If you're looking to kind of get your fix right now, uh, go check out Cool Hockey, buy some stuff from them. It's always going to be cheaper than competition and it's great quality. Uh, you can save some money and support this podcast by going to coolhockey.com slash THPN. And while you're shopping there, do your shopping like normal. And you can bookmark that, by the way, to you know make that a little easier in the future. And while you're there, you can use the promo code THPN and that will get you up to 30% off or whatever their best offer is at the time. If it's better than ours, if another promo code's better or they have some deal going on, uh, that promo code will match their best offer. So go check it out. What do you got to lose except for, um, you know, the ability to lose money? Why would you want that? Go check it out. Coolhockey.com slash THPN. Thanks. You are listening to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download them at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Siren Sounder Podcast? It's episode 55, and I'm right about that this time. And if it's not episode 55, then it's episode 97, because I don't care. If I am getting, if I get it wrong that time, it's a bit now. Officially, I'm going to start making up the episodes. Thanks so much for joining me, uh, if you are. Um, how about that episode last week with uh, Michael Smith? That was cool, huh? He's a he's a cool guy. That was, that was fun to do that one. And I have some other cool guests coming up. I know I've been saying that, um, but hey, I've delivered, right? I've had some pretty cool people on. Um, I got uh, a few guests in the works here that I think you'll really enjoy getting to hear from, um, so hopefully that will be coming your way in the next few weeks, so stay tuned. But guess what? This week is just me and you. It's me and y'all. Um, I got a new mic. This thing is sick. I don't know if you can tell at all if it sounds any better. It does to me. Uh, but I have quite the trained ear when it comes to these things, so, um, you know, maybe you, it doesn't sound any different to you, but I think it sounds great, so uh, that's what we're that's what we're doing, and, um, you know, cool. <laughs> doesn't matter to anybody but me. So let's get to some hockey talk right away here. The NHL uh, has, there's been a lot of stuff, a lot of people coming out and saying that they've heard, you know, different things that... Camps are starting on certain days, and that uh, the season is planning to start here. I, I, first of all, I think it's I think it's necessary to clarify maybe some of those statements in just saying that um, they're always going to have a plan to start. Right? I'm sure they had a plan to start on May first, and then when they realized that wasn't going to be a thing, they extended that. You know, the the corn self. Uh, isolation date or whatever you want to call it that the NHL had in place for their players. Um, they extended that. And, gross. <laughs> and, uh, what was I going to say? Jeez, wow, we are really off the rails here right away. But they, they had to extend that. So, you know, th- my point is, they've probably always been planning in intervals. Like, okay, this is our start date. We're Here's the plan. We're ready to do it. If everything's good at that date, and once they get closer and they realize, like, mm, it's probably not going to happen, they push it back. So, um, the new one we're hearing is June 1st, uh, 
um, that the NHL plans to reopen camps and all. And uh, I think that that is that is important uh, to to notice or to note that you know that's probably the plan right now, uh, but it's not set in stone. So if you're hearing these things, like I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here at all. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we're we're in a better spot by then, and the league has a plan to control things and and do it in a way that works and and get the show on the road here um, to start a camp on June first. But, um, you know, it could be that we get closer to June 1st and they're like, mm, it's probably going to be July. And then the same thing, you know, so on and so forth until finally it's okay. So one of the dates will finally be right uh, until they just cancel everything. But, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's definite, uh, but it's a good sign that, you know, they have a plan and they're ready to roll so that they're not like starting to plan. I mean, that would be ridiculous <laughs> if that were the case, but, you know, they're not starting to plan last second or anything like that. Uh, so that's good. Uh, the other weird thing is the draft, how they're going to do that. There's been kind of back and forths on whether or not they would just hold the draft uh, in June or if they would have it like in the fall after after whatever happens this season. I just think that would be weird, right, having the draft. But it's also weird having the draft before the season is technically over. Um, so their solution for that would be um, – Instead of having the the lottery the way it usually is, they'd go back to the old style, um, which just limits the amount of teams in the lottery. I think it's just like the top five, uh, and then it's it's it is what it is from there. Uh, but what that eliminates is the chance for a team right now that's like you know seventeenth in the league and would technically have a chance at getting the number one overall pick or a top three pick and still being able to play enough games because the season's not over and making the playoffs and winning the Stanley Cup. And what if you won the Stanley Cup and also had the number two, number one, two, or three overall pick in, in the next year's draft? Uh, that would be crazy, right? So, um, yeah, you wouldn't want that to happen. I mean, it's just not really fair. Um, so, I mean, you know, what it, whatever is fair. Like, there's plenty of teams that get screwed over every year in the draft lotteries and there's teams like the hurricanes that benefit hugely from getting a a second overall pick when they were going to have like a, what was it? Like a 12th or 13th. So, uh, that's a big deal, but, um, that makes it that, that you don't, the point is for the teams in the lottery to not be playoff teams. You know, they might be close, but they're not playoff teams. Uh, so that would alleviate that problem. And that's what they'll probably do. I, I, I would, I would think that they would do that. They would they would have the draft in the summer. I just think it's kind of odd to push it all the way back, and it's I don't know, but I don't know. Again, then again, maybe it's odd to have a draft before the season's over and then still play games. And obviously, nobody you're drafting is going to play for you until next season. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a weird it's a weird thing all around. Um, you know, either way, it's going to be weird if they're going to have the draft soon. It's going to be like the NFL draft was where. Um, you know, everybody's doing it remotely and it's just a, it's a really weird, different experience and it's going to be different to follow and all that sort of stuff. But Hey, I just sit here on my phone during the draft and, and see who we got anyway. And, uh, the, the thing is, um, trades and stuff. How does that, how does that work for that reason? I think that it would be, it would, it would be more like normal to just have the draft after the season, like in the fall if they do do that, but what if you get to the point where uh, the season, it's time to cancel the season, like it's not going to happen, and you haven't had the draft yet, like you, 
I don't know. It goes, it really goes both ways. Cause then you could just say, okay, normal July 1st, next season starts, go through all your stuff or, you know, whatever. It's still weird though. Cause they're going to have to, they're going to have to make concessions for some stuff. Like, um, like Josh, Josh and I were talking about from talking thoughts podcast. Um, when I had him on a few weeks or a month or whatever, however long it was ago now, um, what happens with these rental players? You know, how do, how do we, if, if, if the season does just get canceled, what do you do? Teams paid for guys that didn't play any games for them or played like two games for them and didn't get a shot at the playoffs. Like, it's not fair. Or teams that gave away guys, um, you know, they got way more for that guy than they would have if if he, if he if the team could have just signed him in free agency, you know, and not had him for two games that didn't matter. Like, the whole season won't matter. It will be pretty crazy. But then I guess you could say that for any move, any team made. Yeah, like we gave up, th- we gave up stuff. Like, do you extend all the players' contracts an extra year and just not count this? But I mean, they still generated revenue for it. Like, it's just weird. There's a lot of problems to solve. And I'm, I'm guarantee you that that's why the league is like, we have to, we have to finish this season somehow and and do that. Um, you know, it's it's just weird. The the other thing, the other part of their plan, I guess, if you want to call it that, would be to have. Uh, to have like hub cities where teams are playing and practicing and everything. So you you obviously probably can't just go it's going to be a while before we can just go back to like oh okay stadiums, you know, 20,000 people in a stadium and uh have everybody playing in every city and traveling all over the country and and multiple countries at that US and Canada uh and all these airports. It's just a lot of it's it's the opposite of social distancing by a lot. Um, so, you know, what do you do for that? Well, their idea is to condense it down to where, you know, let's pick four or five cities and have groups of teams there. And so you're severely limiting the travel and all that. But, um, you know, that's kind of a harsh life, uh, for the, you know, the duration from, you're talking a couple weeks of camp through a regular season end and all of the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, uh, you know, staying in a in a city that's not your home city, unless you happen to be the team that, um, you know, is is near there. But these would be like neutral sites, I would assume. So, uh, you know, obviously you're not going to be like, okay, Philadelphia gets to have every game at home for the rest of the year and all of the playoffs, <laughs> and other teams have to, that wouldn't be fair. You got to do it at um, neutral sites, I would think. Uh, maybe they won't though. I mean, I think that would be crazy though. But, um, you know. It's it's still you're you're asking these guys to just kind of uproot their lives. I mean, I know that they do that anyway during the year, but not for not for more than you know ten days at the longest at a time. And even then, uh, if you have those really long road trips, there might be times where you're you're flying back home. So it's just it's just weird. Uh, it's it's really weird. Um, but what can you say? If if uh, if it came down to hub cities, though. Uh, I don't know where the closest one would be to the Hurricanes. I imagine a lot of them are probably up uh, in the Northeast, like uh, areas or the Midwest, where like there's not a lot of stuff going on, right? You, that would be the ideal place to to do that. Also, can you imagine being just some random little city, like small small town, and the NHL is like, yeah, we're bringing we're bringing the league to you, right? You you could lose your mind, uh, and. Uh, I wonder what the restrictions will be like, or if they'll even let anyone in at all, um, because you got to imagine people would be up for traveling to these neutral sites. And but you, you, 
you probably can't let that happen or otherwise just play in your own arena, you know, if that's the case. I mean, I know that it's not going to be the same amount of people and these places probably can't hold, obviously. Uh, it's not going to be like arenas they're playing in, I would assume. You know, that some maybe. It depends on where they play. Uh, but probably not like huge arenas like the teams are used to playing in. Um, so, again, well, this is just a lot of stuff that uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen until it happens? Um, and so... We'll have to we'll have to see. I don't know. I know that's like a lame thing there, but whatever. Hey there! Quick break from the episode to let you know about our sponsor, Manscaped. Um, look, all you need to know is that Manscaped makes not only this dope lawnmower 3.0 trimmer that has a beautiful, you know, look to it as well as function, uh, but they have all these 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 masterful things like ball deodorant dude how have we not been doing this our whole lives guys what have you been doing if you haven't been doing this i mean it it is a real deal life changer deserves a nobel prize and that's not arguable uh they got plenty of other stuff to freshen up down there um and it's just like it's good hygiene dude you you gotta you gotta do that um i've told you multiple times about how great this trimmer is, uh, but let me let me kind of just run through the the best parts of this thing because there's so much to it. Um, the third this third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade that will prevent manscaping accidents. That's right, you won't cut or nick your sack any more, um, and that is due to this advanced skin safe technology. Uh, basically, dude, you can put it right up against the skin. And the the blade just moves so fast, dude. It's not getting stuck on anything. It's not pulling you. It's not snagging you. It's not cutting you. Uh, it's got guards that come with it too, so you can you know pick your look and go with it. It's it's just it's awesome. It's waterproof. You can use it in the shower, which makes things real easy. Um, and uh, it's it's dope, dude. It also it also has a battery that lasts up to ninety minutes, which is too long to shave for. So there's no way you run out of battery, and if you do. You have things going on uh, in your life that you maybe need to take care of. Uh, it's got a cool LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise shave. Uh, and that is super useful. And it's, an, it's just a thing that you don't think you need until you have it. And then you're like, I need this on everything now. I, need to, I want an LED light on every part of everything I've ever owned before. Uh, but that's just me. And let's not forget about that charging stand. You can show off your, mo- your mower loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by usb it's got one of those cables like an iphone charger does and you plug it in and it really does look good it it just kind of sits there on display uh wherever you have it whether it's you know in your shower uh which i wouldn't recommend charging it in there because electricity and water and you know how that goes uh or if it's on like your vanity or your sink or whatever uh it looks really cool it looks it looks professional people are going to come over and you're going to give them the tour and they're going to walk into your bathroom and they're like this guy cares about his balls and that's cool i like that i want to be friends with this person or if you're a girl you're gonna be like i want to be romantically involved with this person uh it's all good uh, if you're listening to me speak about this right now, you're one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and it is life-changing, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. So right now, go to manscaped.com and enter the promo code THPN at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. That is manscaped.com, uh, 20% off and free shipping with the promo code 
THPN. Your balls will thank you. I have a t-shirt that says that. Thank you, Manscaped. Uh, one more time, manscaped.com, promo code THPN. Thanks, Manscaped. How y'all been doing? Been holding up? That's good. I'm assuming your answer was like, yeah, no. And if it wasn't, then I just went, that's good. You probably were just like, I don't know, man, I'm really struggling. Like, I, I just, I feel like my life is, you know, falling in around me. And I'm just like, that's good. <laughs> it's a good, good response to have. Uh, you know, been trying to stay busy. Been, uh, been building a dock behind my house for the last few days. Or last few weeks, I guess now. I did it all last weekend. Um, and then it rained on Sunday. That was cool. So I worked on it Saturday, and then I just worked on it this last Saturday and Sunday, um, and it's floating, man. 20-foot ramp with deck boards all the way down it. it it's floating at the end. I, we used like 50, 50, uh, 55, whatever, 50, 55, who knows how many gallons they hold, but they it's a lot. The, the big barrels, the drums, um, you know, bought a bunch of those. Empty, of course, obviously not full of stuff. That would be ridiculous. And built a like a 10 by 10 um, frame with three barrels on either side. And dude, it wasn't the heaviest thing I ever lifted. It was twice that. <laughs> this thing, I mean, it was like, I don't know. If you know anything about wood, it was, you know, 10 by 10, 2 by 8 box with uh, Joyce at 16 inches on center. So there's like six of those in there. And then we blocked in the barrels. Like it's a lot of wood. It's a lot of wood. I mean, if you, if you went to Home Depot and just go do this, as a matter of fact, go to Home Depot next time you're there, go stack like eight or nine, 10 foot two by eights and, uh, try to carry them all by yourself. You'll be like, Nope, that's really heavy. Uh, that's, that's what we were lifting. Plus all the barrels, plus a couple of deck boards. I mean, it was this thing was a behemoth, but I gotta, I gotta like put some pictures on Twitter or something. This thing is sick. Uh, I live on this little lake, and uh, it's awesome, dude. It feels so good to like build something uh, by yourself. And I've never built anything like that before. I mean, I I know how to use a saw, and I know how to use a drill, and uh, you know, I I have somewhat of an engineering background from. Good old NC State University, so, uh, you know, I don't know. I have a clue, I guess, but um, if anybody wants a floating dock, I got you. I got you. Just hit me up. It's probably going to be like $2,500, though, because it wasn't cheap for all the materials, and I'm not doing it for free, but uh, it was it was really cool. It was worth it for sure. Um, I'm going to be out there like every day. I'm going to finish that up today as we're recording this. If you're listening to this right now, I'm out there sweating, man. I'm, I'm out there doing the thing, uh, so... That's what it is. Shout out to it. Um, oh, dude. Did you... I love asking questions, by the way. I love asking questions to an audience that's not in front of me. It's my favorite part about this, is just being like, oh, dude, did you guys see this? And then imagining you'd be like, what? What is it? Um, the, the Jeopardy thing. Uh, Alex Trebek, which, first of all, dude, Alex Trebek is the man, okay? Um, and he's just... he's. I don't know if this is like a recent thing or what, but the man can be savage at times and it's so wonderful. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. And because you know the type of person that's on Jeopardy, right? You know it. And we're all like, look at this guy or girl or whoever it is. Um, But you just kind of deal with it. Sometimes he says the thing we're all thinking 
And it's so great because it's like this guy in this role, like it's just, you, you know, if you have a sense of humor, you know exactly what I'm talking about and why it's funny. Um, this, this lady, I, I think this was last week. I don't know. I just saw a video of it. And, uh, dude, just look, just, just listen. Here we go. Susan Cole is from Bowie, Maryland, and her favorite type of music is something I've never heard of, but it doesn't sound like fun. I think it's very fun. It's called Nerdcore Hip Hop. It's Nerdcore Hip Hop. Yes. Um, it's uh, people who identify as nerdy, rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners, you know. <laughs> it's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. Well. <laughs> and guess what we pulled? Losers, in other words. Well. <laughs> I love, you know what my favorite part? of the whole video is, is, is this part, uh, <laughs> is this part right here. Losers, in other words. Well, the, well, <laughs> I love the way it's edited to where when she tries to, like, explain herself and be like, I mean, it's, I don't know if losers is the right word. That's just like, she doesn't get a chance. Well, uh, yeah, that, dude, I laughed at that so hard. Also, what? Okay, here's the thing. Like whatever you want. Like whatever you want. You can, if you, if you want to listen to music that is like circular saws cutting wood in the background, um, which I'm very familiar with now, and I wouldn't recommend it. It's not a cool sound to listen to on, on a loop. But uh, if that's your thing, dude, you go for it, you know? You listen to that all day. And don't let anybody tell you not to listen to that. It's all good. But don't act like somebody's not going to look at you and be like, hey, what are you listening to? <laughs> You know, like it's cool. That's the thing. You know, I guess we accept what people want to do and, and what their uh, interests are and everything. And like, it's not cool to like tell someone they can't do something. Dude, you can do whatever you want in the world, but don't pretend like someone's not going to, you know, call it like they see it. Uh, because the fact is, nerdcore hip hop, dude, what? I mean, come on. I'm sure there's plenty of dude, I'm sure some of it's good even, you know? But it's it's a pretty lame concept. <laughs> and it might be really cool to you, and that's all cool, man. Or or girl, it's it is what it is. Like you you like what you like, you know? I don't care. Um but <laughs> I mean, don't be surprised when Alex Trebek calls you a loser. Uh it probably wasn't super fair, but dude, it was so fun. I saw a lot of people responding and being like oh wow this is this is so wrong of him why would he do this this is bullying and i don't know dude maybe it is bullying but it was still funny look i can feel i can feel bad for that girl and also laugh at that and and be fine it's fine <laughs> like dude imagine imagine still <laughs> imagine still going on with the fucking show. Imagine being still on Jeopardy and having to answer all these super difficult questions. And at the top of the show, the f super famous guy who everyone knows because the show's been on for like, what has it been, three centuries now? I mean, do you know a world where Jeopardy doesn't exist? I don't. Um, this guy just straight up looked at you. And the pause too, dude. The savagery of Alex Trebek's comedic timing, man. 
he just looks at her and she's like, ha ha, smiling, like, ha, he's probably going to make a little joke. And he just straight up calls her a loser to her face. Uh, and by the way, dude, don't act like it wasn't funny. Because did you hear the audience in the background at the end? Look, let's listen. Let's listen to the end here. Losers, in other words. Well, you can hear the audience be like, ha, oh, like a roaring laughter. Uh, so it was funny, dude. Don't tell me it wasn't funny. It might have been a little mean, uh, but at the end of the day, it was funny. And, you know, he's just joking around. But, uh, yeah, he is, uh, he is, he is a, he's a real deal. He's a good host, man. I'm a fan of Alex Trebek. And I'm super excited, um, that I have this drop now because basically what's going to happen is anytime, uh, anyone disagrees with my opinions, I'm just going to lead with this. Losers, in other words. Well, yeah, you know, or like. Oh, so, you know, we're playing uh, Detroit today. I don't, sorry, I picked Detroit. I don't, I mean, sorry if you're a Detroit fan, but you got picked for this one. Uh, you know, so it means we're probably going to have to see a lot of their fans or, you know. Losers, in other words. Well, that's perfect. That's beautiful right there. That's what we call a fantastic drop. This one's good, too. <laughs> We're rolling in it, dude. We got this one. Yes, sir. We got this one. Yes, that's what I want you, Got this one. For the love of rubber boots and cabbage rolls. And now we got this one. Losers, in other words. Well, I mean, we're killing the soundboard game. We are killing it. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Um, I don't really have that much more to talk about. I know I spent half of this episode talking somewhat about NHL stuff and half of this stuff talking about uh, my life and a. Uh, uh, Jeopardy video that I thought was funny. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is right now with all this stuff. And, uh, you know, I hope you're hope you're hanging in there. I'm sorry this one's a little shorter on the shorter side. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to get guests through. And uh, those conversations are always fun. And there's, there's plenty to go around. Um, you know. Yeah, we've wound down here. Uh, I'm gonna be, I'm, I know none of you care, uh, but I'm working on some music stuff too. I do like some production and, uh, I'm an artist if you will, uh, so, you know, look out for that. I'll share it when it's done, when I put some stuff out. You got Spotify? I'll be on there. <laughs> so, uh, check that out. And maybe I'll, I'll put in some, some stuff for free for you, a little sample to go, uh, check out the full thing. But, uh, yeah, that would be cool if you want to support that. Uh, I'll let you know when it's ready. And we will go from there. Support all the sponsors. Do your thing. Rate and review on the iTunes. Uh, you know, you can call that number that nobody's called <laughs> and send a text or leave a voicemail. But it's okay because you won't do it and it's fine. It's fine. It's all right. But you won't do it and it's okay. And we're moved on. I don't care. But it's there. If you want to do it, you know, I'm not giving up on it. If anybody wants to do it, it's still there, but you're not going to do it, and that's fine. Uh, you know, I've said, you know, probably, can someone count the you knows uh, that I've had in this episode? I've definitely said it at least 38 to 39 times, probably. So, uh, yeah. Make fun of me for that, for sure. And uh, I'll be back on Monday, hopefully. With a cool guest. If not, uh, I'll think of something, man. We're, we'll uh, we'll get through this. We'll we'll create some content for the uh, show. So thanks so much for listening. Um, go support the sponsors again. Rate and review on iTunes. Do all the things. And I'll be back Monday. 
and have yourselves a fantastic little week. Bye.